0: Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm gonna walk you through 11 steps that will help you find the right career path in the next 30 days. So a lot of people struggle with this, figuring out what to do with your career, what job title is right for you, what industry is right for you, what path you should go down is one of the most common asks that I get. And I understand why this is the case, because the career that we choose has so much impact on our life. And the last thing that we wanna do is pick a path that's wrong for us because we know how much we invest in our career. We think about the experience that we need to build. We spend 40 plus hours a week at this job. And so to pick the wrong path costs us all that stuff, but then we also have to find a way to change paths, which which can be really, really hard as well. So there are so many reasons why people struggle to make this decision. And I've come up with this framework through coaching hundreds if not thousands of people through this specific journey. So I wanted to share this with you so that you could start implementing it and getting real clarity on your career so that you can begin taking action in earnest down the path that you are excited about that's aligned with your values and that you're going to want to invest in in the long term. So here we go. Step number one is to make this your number one priority. So as I mentioned, clarity should be the first thing that you invest in because it makes your career success so much easier at every single stage. When you have clarity on where you want to go, you can invest 100% of your energy into that goal. Whereas most job seekers, they're trying to choose between a couple of different things. You know, should I go back to grad school or should I keep applying for jobs? And if I apply for jobs, should I apply for this job title over here? Or maybe I'm interested in this one or I'm interested in that one. The problem with that setup is that even if you're split between two fields or two paths, at most, you can only give one of those paths 50% of your energy. So now you're behind because other people who have already chosen that path for themselves can invest 100% of their energy into that goal, whereas you can at most invest 50% or 33% or whatever that split is. So before you start applying for jobs or grad school or anything else, you need to find your path. You need to get clarity on it. And the second thing I want to talk about is the myth of passion. So people think that passion is a lightning bolt that suddenly hits you in the middle of the night. One day, you just wake up knowing what you're supposed to do. And that's total BS. Nobody ever knows what they're meant to do until they've done it in the first place. They, You need to do something before you know that it's your passion, that you want to keep doing it. So passion stems from action. It's the result of trying new things. And if you want to find your path, you need to do that. You need to act. You need to try new things. You need to explore. and. The hard truth about this is that you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to say no to paths, And that's what people fear most. But frankly, every job title that you cross off your list is taking you one step closer to the job title that aligns with everything. That's going to be the career path that's right for you. So instead of trying to avoid making those, quote, mistakes or choosing the wrong path, embrace it, embrace taking action, view that as part of the process. And this whole thing is going to be so much easier. So now let's get into the tactical stuff. Step number three here is to map out your ideal lifestyle because career happiness doesn't come from a job title. And that is a big misconception that people have. They think that a certain job, a specific title is gonna make them happy. And that is not true. Instead, happiness in your career stems from the ability for your job to meet your lifestyle needs specifically your job hitting your target salary, your job allowing you to live in your ideal living situation, your job allowing you to be surrounded by people you love working with, and a job that lets you do work that fills your cup. So if you wanna find those things, you need to start by defining them. So think about everything that you get with a new job. Like we said, target salary, living situation, type of manager that you have, company culture, people on your team, the type of work you wanna do, products that make an impact, et cetera, and define all that for yourself. What are specific examples of each of those things? Because once you have all these defined, it's gonna be much easier to see them in the people that you talk to and in the jobs that you apply for. Step number four is to label your energy. So for this, I want you to take a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle so you make two columns. The column on the left, you're gonna label energy creators and the column on the right, you're gonna label energy drainers. Now list out every single activity, task and project that you've worked on over the last five to 10 years or the entirety of your career and label each one as a creator or a drainer. When you're going to choose your career path, when you're looking at what's available out there, you want your career path to be filled with energy creators and you want it to minimize energy drainers because when you do work that fills your cup, that creates energy for you, it's gonna be easier to do more work and to be successful. So that is what we wanna focus on. But again, if we don't know what these things are, if we haven't defined them and labeled them, we won't be able to see them. Step number five is to clarify your strengths. So success is so much easier when the path that you're on plays to your natural strengths. So I personally recommend a test called the High Five Test. It's basically a free version of Clifton Strengths. It's about a 15, 20 minute quiz that will define your top strengths for you. And it'll actually give you a report showing you what each means and how you can harness it and also how they combine together. And just to define what a strength looks like, strengths are basically a combination of talent and investment. So your talent is a natural way of thinking and feeling and behaving uh, about something. And then investment is the time you spend practicing and developing that skills and building a knowledge base. And when you combine the two, that is what becomes one of your strengths. So if you can find a job that capitalizes on your top five strengths, the strengths that that are strongest for you, so to speak, that is gonna make it so much easier to be successful. So now we have a baseline of, what we want to do from a value standpoint, from a personality standpoint, and from a strength standpoint. We know exactly what to look for when it comes to doing work that fills our cup, that aligns with our values, and that we're actually good at. Now we need to go out and find people who are doing that stuff. So this is step number six. You want to go out there and find people who are already living that life, who already have jobs that you admire, who are working in jobs that seem cool to you, go out there and make a list of 30 of these people. And it doesn't have to be anything that is you know deeply rooted in some sort of criteria or metrics. What we wanna do is say, hey, I think this person is living the life that, that meets a lot of the criteria that I just wrote out for myself. Or I think this person's job seems really cool and they seem really happy and they're doing work that I think aligns with the values that I just came up with. That's who we're targeting. And you wanna make a list of 30 of those contacts if you can, the more the merrier step number seven is to reach out to them and learn. So make a daily habit of reaching out to one or two people on that list and just be honest about your situation and the desire for career clarity up front. Then you also want to build them up to say, hey, you know, I saw that you've achieved X and I really admire this thing that you did. So for me, the template that I would use is I would send them an email with a subject line, quick question, and I would just say, hey, so-and-so, my name is Austin and I came across your information on LinkedIn while I was looking for people who transition into this specific industry or role from non-traditional background. Your background doing X, Y, and Z specific thing is really impressive. I'm currently exploring different fields and this specific industry or role really piqued my interest. If you have a few minutes, I'd love to hear more about your journey and what you do in your role today. I know it's a big ask, so no worries if it's too much. I totally understand. Either way, I hope you have a great rest of the week. So feel free to borrow that template and just start reaching out to one or two of these people every single day. Now, for step number eight, we're going to jump through the conversation. So when you talk to them, you should talk to them about the stuff we just mentioned. Talk to them about their career path, challenges they face, what they love about their job, things that they wish they could change about their job, all that good stuff. But then we want to make sure that we end the conversation in a way that allows us to take the next step. So if the job aligns with you based on what you've learned through this conversation, ask your contact to make an intro to somebody else. You can say, hey, this sounds like it's really aligned with what I'm looking for and that reflection that I did. And I'd love to talk to some more people in this space. Is there anybody else in your circle that you'd be willing to introduce me to? And this essentially creates a flywheel where every single person you talk to introduces you to one, maybe two or three other people. And now all of a sudden you're generating these conversations without having to do cold outreach. But many of these jobs are not going to be aligned, and that's fine too. If it's not aligned, you can call that out and ask if there's a better direction you can head. So you can say something like, hey, so-and-so, thanks so much for telling me about this space. I think for X, Y, and Z reasons, this isn't quite aligned with where I want to go, specifically because I want to focus more on X rather than Y. Based on that, is there a field or a job title that focuses more on X? And then they might be able to point you in the right direction. So you're going to rinse and repeat this until you've identified a field that you are interested in. And that takes us to step number nine, which is to test drive your new field. So what you're going to do is set a 30-day goal that pushes you to jump in headfirst. So for example, if you like social media, you could set a goal to share three posts a week for 30 days. Or if you find out that you like coding, you could plan to build an app in 30 days. Or if you like design, you could plan to create five designs in 30 days. These are just a few examples, but what you want to do is push yourself to actually jump in and take action in this field for 30 days. And then for step number 10, at the end of 30 days, you're gonna reflect, assess, and iterate. So did you love what you were doing? And if you did, if these 30 days really energized you and got you excited, dive in deeper. Spend the next 30 days creating another goal and going deeper and fleshing out your experience in this field. But if you realize this career wasn't for you, that's totally okay. Give yourself permission to quit. That's the beauty of this 30 day period. It's just long enough for us to dive in meaningfully into a new field, but it's also short enough where if we don't like this field, we can give ourselves permission to quit and then we can pivot very easily the next month into something else. And then you're just going to rinse and repeat this every single month until something clicks. And if you do all these steps in the order that I just laid out, you're not going to have to spend 10 months, 12 months, 14 months doing this. You're probably going to figure this out in anywhere from 30 to 90 days. probably going to only have to try two or three fields because you've done so much of the work up front. And for number 11, the last thing I want to mention is that clarity is a process. Like any other process, it takes time. And you are gonna say no to 90 plus percent of the opportunities that you learn about and that come your way. So instead of viewing that, again, as failure, as something to avoid, embrace it. Each step, each no is a data point that's taking you closer to your eventual goal. And when you finally reach it, when you get that career clarity, the sky is going to be the limit. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.